Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Greetings, salutations, and a big hello to all of my listeners, my unlucky lounge rats. Thank you, one and all, for tuning in and planes walking this way to another episode of Draft and Draft. <laughs> yes, Borok, I'm aware I'm no Steven Tyler, but regardless, it's so exciting to have everyone tuning in once more. My name is Corey, your limited lore master, denizen of the Unlucky Lounge. Joining me, as always, might be critical of my singing and impression skills, but I'll tell you what, he's always there for you on turn two. It's our bear-tending friend, Borok. Borok, how are you this lovely day? <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. Did, did you just hear that, Borok? Yeah. Why don't you go and check it out? I think it came from the conjurer's closet over there. And while you check that out, let's go over some housekeeping and upkeeping. This podcast, as always, is brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network. Check them out, B-L-E-A-V.com, or wherever you download your audio goodness for some great shows to keep the midday blues away. As always, we want all of you to find us on socials, Twitter, Draft and Draft Corey, on Instagram, Corey, Damone, Enriquez, or if this show is giving you some joy, look us up, patreon.com backslash draft and draft. Find the link in the episode description to help us keep the lights on here in the Unlucky Lounge. Well, normally I'd say that the housekeeping's done, and we would put the sorcerer's broom back in the conjurer's closet, but I could swear a second ago I just heard some kind of distressing sound coming from said closet. All right, Borak, I'm on the way. Uh, Mr. Turtle, the, the bar's all yours, okay? Anything the customers need, you take care of it. I don't know. Turtle. Yeah, Borak, I, I can hear that too. There's clearly somebody in there. All right, Corey. It's time to be a hero. Hey, you! Whoever's in the conjurer's closet, I want you to step out with your hands in the air and bring out the sorcerer's broom right now. Oh. Oh. You know, you'd think I'd take care of these doors more often. You know, after having already gone through this one time already. I've been stuck in there for 20 minutes. Who... Who, who are you? I think that was already quite clear by the handsome figure standing in front of you. I'm you, but from the future. The future? Yes, the future. Yeah, Borak, you know what? You're right. We've been through some silly things already, but this, by far, is absolutely the silliest. Come on now, Corey, this... Is just, just as silly as, as other things that have happened to you. What about that time you put Truffle Snout in a game show? I mean, I thought that was just cute. It, it was. What about the time that Galia of the Endless Dance danced with you so hard you strained your spleen? In my defense, I did not know that a spleen could strain like that. Well, what about that time that Ruin Crab went straight RuPaul on you and made you crab walk for your life? Whoa, 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 wait. Rune Crab went RuPaul and made me crab walk for my life? What are you talking about? Oh. Huh. I guess I time-traveled a bit too far back. Uh, never mind the last thing I said. You know what, Borok? You're right. This is super sus. All right, Corey, if that's your real name, then tell me what are you doing back here in the past? Isn't there some kind of thing about, you know, 
going in the past and changing your own future? Corey, listen. It's quite a misunderstanding that your past is a fragile thing that can be broken at the littlest amount of time travel. It's a bend-don't-break situation. That is not sus whatsoever, Borak. I am here to help you both out, after all. Help us out? What do you mean? I, I don't need help with anything. Oh, contraire, mon capitan. I know you, Cory, because I am you. Isn't it true that right now you have a brain fart about what to do to wrap up Zendikar Rising? <sighs> I have not been stalling. Whose side are you on anyway, Borok? He's on our side, Cory. We're the same person after all. Okay, fine. So let's say I'm having a little artistic block with Zendikar Rising. What are you going to do to help me out? Come on, Cory. I think it'd be obvious by now. Hello, Earth Ow. to Corey. Uh, stop that. Two words. Time travel. Time travel? How is time travel going to help me out? Corey, have you ever seen a science fiction show before? I mean, let me answer that. I know you have. Think about Star Trek. Whenever they didn't know what to do with their characters anymore, they just sent them through time on some crazy adventure, and next week, everything would be just fine. Okay, okay. You two make some good points, but how in the verse am I going to travel through time? The closet's a time machine, obviously. You turned the Condra's closet into a time travel machine? How did you do that? Science. Yeah, of course. Science. Okay, fine. Let's say I have a time machine. How am I going to use that to make a sum-up episode for Zendikar Rising? What do you expect me to do? Corey, do you expect me to hand you all the answers on a silver plate? I mean, if you're you and, and I'm Listen, me you and have the time machine, you figure it out. I'm going to go get a drink. Okay, bye. Wait, wait, wait. I you know what, Borok? I can be a real jerk sometime. I mean, he can. He's me. Oh, I hate time trap. Okay. I have some writer's block. He's right, Borok. Maybe we just... Step into the time machine and just try to figure something out. Uh, Alright, let's see. Um, okay, there's a lot of buttons in here. God, why do all time machines look like a phone booth after all? No, Borak, wait. No, don't touch that. No, no, no. Whoa! Uh, I, I guess we're in, like, some kind of time vortex. Ugh. Ugh. Whoever decided to make time travel all swirly and stuff deserves a swift kick in the face. It's gonna make me sick. Oh my gosh, no. No, not a bright light, no. No, 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 no. Whoa! Oh, oh my gosh. Oh. People say time travel's sweet, but they never tell you just how much the re-entry sucks. Borak, I have no clue where you I am. You have now reached your pre-assigned designation of December 2nd, 2015. Huh. Enjoy your stay. Well, that was convenient. I mean, I guess we must still be in the time machine, but it looks like we're in the place, and uh, I can feel the chill of the winter outside us. I, uh, uh, maybe the environmental controls are on. Uh, computer, enable environmental controls. Make it warmer or something. Environmental controls disabled. Cannot compute. 
You know, it goes to figure that I'd give myself a broken time machine. Uh, uh Borak, you, do you see that idle car over there? It looks like someone's warming it up. Let's, let's get inside. I, I, I must imagine the owner can't mind too much. It's freezing out here. Ah. The good old efficient warming system of a 2014 Chevy Cruze. Oh, I miss this car. Wait a minute. That's my old air freshener and my hood ornament of Shenron from the Dragon Ball series. Borak, yeah, I think you're right. This is my car. I Oh no, we gotta get out of here before I see myself. Time itself could collapse. We really get. Uh, ah, ah, don't ah, look at me! Don't look at you! What are you talking about? Why are you in my car? Oh gosh, time is unraveling. We can't be in the same place at the same time. I'm gonna become primordial goo. Hey, 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 jabroni. Look at me. You need to get out of my car right now. Whoa. You're me. Yeah, and I'm you. No, no, no. This can't be. Someone's playing a trick on me. Is this Ryan? Did Ryan put you uh, up to this? No. Actually, Ryan transferred to another ship quite quickly after you met him. No. You did this to you. I mean, I did this to me. Future me sent me back to pass you, but me is future you and... Time, time travel. It sucks. So much. Hold on, but wait a second. How can I tell that you are me and I am you? Okay, that's a fair point, but... Okay, how about this? We'll both ask questions of each other, and if we get them right, we must be the same person. Oh, this idea seems great and all, but it really feels like something out of a B-movie plot. Yeah, get used to that. That's gonna be your life very soon. Ugh, spoilers. Okay, fine. How about this? On the count of three, we both say our forever celebrity crush. Okay, fine. Ready? One, two, three. Felicia Day. See? What did I tell you? No, okay, no. We, we say that to people all the time. It's not a hard thing to find out. Okay. How about this? Most embarrassing magic trade you made when you were a young magic player. Easy. One, two, two three. Wooded, wooded foothills for Call to, to the Grave. See, I can do this all day. Whoa, I, I never tell anybody about that. That's way too embarrassing now. You want to talk embarrassing? Then how about, you know what? I know you've been to New York City. Tell me the age of the first person you ever made out with in New York City. No, okay. Wait, no, I, don't, I don't want to talk one, about this one. Two, uh, two three, three, forty-two. 42. When, when I was, was twenty-three. 23. Whoa, you are me. Yep, and I am you. We have already been over this. <laughs> Why is there a bear in our car? I I don't understand what what's it doing here. Um, spoilers, but. Don't worry, as a bear, he's pretty groovy. Hold on, why do I know that phrase? I've heard it somewhere before. Yeah, it's from Disney's Believe. It's the show on your ship, The Fantasy. You haven't seen it much right now, but trust me, you're going to become very familiar with that stage show. Uh, wait, are you telling me that... You know what, never mind. I don't want to know too much about my future. Well, Mr. Bear Dude in the back seat... Borok, his name is yeah, Borok. Yeah, sure, Borok, whatever. Why couldn't the two of you gotten here like 20 minutes earlier? Because you could have suffered in my place over that ugh, wretched draft I just put together from Battle for Zendikar. Uh, excuse me, you know already that I went through that draft. I'm future you, remember? Ugh, time travel. <laughs> but Battle for Zendikar, boy, yeah. I haven't thought about that set for a while. Be lucky. You know, it's funny, I was actually just 
trying to figure out how to wrap up my thoughts for the latest limited season, the third Zendikar expansion, Zendikar Rising. Listen, future Cory. The third Zendikar set is technically Rise of Eldrazi. Ugh, I hate but pedantic But you're me. telling me that they returned back to Zendikar after this really horrible limited set in battle for Zendikar? They're actually going to return back to this plane again later yeah, on? Yeah, it's kind of a fan favorite. It's unique, landfall, got cool aesthetics. Also, if you believe it, the second set in this battle for Zendikar block, Oath of the Gatewatch... It actually does something unusual. The second set makes the first set better in its limited formats. <laughs> no kidding. Usually second sets make the whole thing feel a little muddled. But honestly, after this whole limited set, I anything would make it better. Yeah, well, let me tell you something, Sonny. Am I calling myself Zeneca Rising is no walk in the park either. It oh. definitely has its issues too. Okay. Well, then why don't you tell me what makes Zendikar Rising not infinitely better than Battle for Zendikar? Okay, well, let's talk about Landfall first. The Landfall cards in Zendikar Rising are pretty underwhelming. Green-Red, which is the main Landfall colors, kind of falls short to its original predecessor of Zendikar. Now, granted, with step links and plated geopedes flying around in the original Zendikar format, that's not saying too much, but... The reason why we like to go to Zendikar is land-based mechanics, and Zendikar Rising, I think, in its limited format, kind of skirts that off to the side in favor of, oh. well, some other design space. You can say the exact same thing for Battle for Zendikar. They decided to move the most exciting thing that was in original Zendikar, the landfall mechanic, and it's almost secondary to the Eldrazi mechanic, and devoid in this storyline with the planeswalkers it just doesn't feel like magic at its peak you know listen Corey, you need to calm down with the whole magic at its peak thing the past is the past we're in a new wave of magic play you sir are really starting to sound like a boomer you know boomer no i don't know what you know. Does that mean like I'm overflowing with charisma? I'm exploding? No, that phrase means that you're acting super old. <laughs> okay. Boomer. I'm not a boomer! Well, I mean between the two of us, you are the older one after all. Plus, didn't you just call me Sunny like a minute ago? Ugh. I can't believe I'm being bested by future lingo bypassed me. Okay, never mind the boomer thing. If you think that Landfall is going to be so much better in the future of Zendikar, well, may I just direct you to the five-color enchantment cycle that's in Battle for Zendikar that gets you incremental advantage every single time you play a land? We don't have anything near close to that in hold Zendikar on, Hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you talking about the retreat cycle? Those derpy, slow enchantments that you could play in mm -hmm. desperation. You really are becoming a boomer if you forget excuse, I, excuse that me, those cards were mostly terrible, super slow, and did nothing the turn you played them. The best deck in Battle for Zendikar is a black-red aggressive deck, so okay, you couldn't even get things done without doing them quickly. It's okay, a scourge in the format. Fair enough. I'll admit that the Eldrazi decks in Battle for Zendikar were actually pretty good, and the black-red deck was pretty powerful, but I mean, honestly, Eldrazi are pretty cool, all things considered. 
right? Yeah, 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 but I mean, honestly, Eldrazi kind of feel depowered. They're supposed to be these massive creatures. Look at Rise of Eldrazi. There's like 8-8s for common cards that make your opponent sacrifice when they attack creatures. Battle for Zendikar makes them look like any other weak creature type. Certainly you got your big rares and your mythic rares and they're cool and it's a 10-10 that makes another 10-10. Hooray! Yeah, Desolation Twin kind of sucks. But honestly... It's kind of underwhelming. And that's not mm. what I signed up for when I wanted to see a Zendikar set. You make a good point, I mean, though. honestly, besides Ally and even Ally now in Battle for Zendikar is not as great as it used to be in the original Zendikar block. What kind of tribal things that you got? What does Ally look like now? I bet you it's so much better. Uh, um, actually, Ally is kind of gone. What do you mean, kind of gone? There's no more allies on Zendikar? Well, I mean, there's one reference to ally on Zendikar in Zendikar Rising. It's on a mythic, though, and there's no ally tribal synergies. It kind of makes me sad. I had a lot of fun drafting the old allies in the original Zendikar set. Oh, do you remember that one time that we picked... Yeah, 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 I I know. We took Kadenzu Blademaster over Burst Lightning. You've told the story a billion times. No, you told the story a billion times. Time travel. Well, if I'm going to be honest, they did replace Ally with another tribal synergy. Actually, kind of like four tribal synergies. It's this pretty cool thing called Party. It rewards you if you have a widespread of different tribes. But also huh. in the set, there's some particularly strong cards that work with a singular tribe. And kind of makes sense. If I'm going to be honest, it's way better to draft a relic than to ever play an underwhelming retreat. You see? Things do get better. You don't want to come back to these times. Well, it really wasn't my choice. It was future me's choice and... Uh, time travel. Well, truthfully, it's not all sunset wishes and caviar dreams. Not gonna lie to you, green is not really a great color. It kind of is pretty weak overall in Zendikar Rising. Oh, you want to talk about green? Yeah, yeah, I want to talk about green. In Zendikar Rising, green is not very good. I mean, it actually does a decent job at splashing, but truthfully, your best decks are one of those four tribes really focused in, kind of feels like a guild draft. You're just zoned in on the drafting experience. You can't really wiggle your way around into different archetypes, because when you splash to other colors, you lose so much tempo, and those other four tribal decks, they're just getting ahead of the game, because they have a plan, and their plan is so streamlined and powerful. I'm telling you, green is not what it's up to be. Combine that with all sure. the kind of underwhelming landfall cards that you find in this future expansion. It's not a great recipe for fun. Okay, alright. I hope you had a really fun time ranting away in your little palace on high. Hey. Yay, good for you. But let's okay. talk about green for a second in Battle for Zendikar. I'm gonna sure. give you a card. You tell me how to cost this card. Go for it. It is a 2-1 creature mm -hmm. that taps for any color. Sure. Or you know what? How about a land ramp spell? How much do either of those two cards cost, do you think? Well, I mean, classically, they both cost two mana. Eh, wrong. They both cost three in Battle for Zendikar. Your mind is going old, man. Wow. Rude. Hard truths are hard, but you know what? You mentioned something before. 
Creatures that landfall to get you plus two, plus two. I'm willing to bet there might be one in your future Zendikar Rising set. Why don't you tell me what kind of creatures get plus two, plus two on landfall in your future set? Well, ironically, we actually kind of get a color-shifted step links, but it, it's not very good. But we do have our share of underwhelming cards. There's a only kind of okay green common that gets plus two, plus two on landfall. It's a four, three for four. I mean, that's not really a good card in my Ooh. future set. You have it so hard. Tell me, would you rather have a creature cost one less or have one extra toughness? <sighs> cost one less. That's what I thought. Let me introduce you to Territorial Bailoff. Four, four for five that landfalls to get plus two, plus two. No, thank you. You know, Bark, I don't actually remember this particular draft, but clearly it was not a good one. It sounds like this old me's got sand in his pants. You know something? You'd have sand in your pants too if you got nothing better to do in the wintertime than draft a pretty not great set. Jeez, sorry. Just a little sympathy, that's all I'm asking. Do you even remember how awkward Converge was? A set with colorless cards that asked you to splash around to get more effect by paying more colors? You just dilute your mana base. It's just not good. It's not fun. This isn't like Shards of Alara with good color fixing. Shards of Alara didn't have good color fixing, Corey. You know that. Empathy! Empathy! That's all I want! A little bit of empathy out of you! You know, Barak, I think we should probably hold off on telling him about, you know, the new basic land type and Oath of the Gate Watch. Remember, what? uh, Wastes, you know what I'm saying? A, a sixth land type where we're already trying to do five color things? What, what are they thinking? I, I just can't even put a coherent You know something, Barak? I think it's about time for us to go. Hey, computer, we're ready to leave. Keep your hands and feet in place at all times and enjoy the time spiral. What, what, what was that voice? You know what? It's probably better that... You don't know. In any case, it was great to see me again. You enjoy from... this car while you still have it. What the next four years it? is going to be a doozy. Buckle hold in. On, enjoy public spaces while you still can. I'm off public to my space? next destination. You take care. Enjoy Oath of the Gate. Watch. Oh, we wait, will I see just... you later. Bye. Next four years, public spaces? What What are you on about? Also, your accent is super silly. Hey. Bye. Your accent is super silly. You know what? That trip wasn't too bad. Gave me some good perspective on Zendikar Rising. And Borok, this time around, I don't feel so sick in the time spiral. Spoke too soon. Why'd I have spaghetti for lunch? Yeah, sorry, Borok. That last trip wasn't so good on my stomach. And I don't mean to make things worse, but there's a bit of fettuccine alfredo behind your mane. Okay, fine. Next time, before we do some time travel shenanigans, we'll bring a barf bag or something. Wait a minute. This place also looks familiar. Now, if we follow the logic of this crazy journey thus far, this must be a time in my history that we're traveling back to. Hey, listen, it's not my fault. Future me pre-programmed this whole destination reflection journey thing. How about this? Next time we do some kind of weird time travel thing, we'll go back to different points in your history. Although, you know, you're a bear and you're hibernating most of the time. Hey, hey, don't get huffy. I like naps too. You have now arrived at your pre-assigned designation of November 14th, 2009. 
Enjoy your stay. Wait a minute. November 14th, 2009. I recognize this place. I've only been here a handful of times. This... This is the Minneapolis Convention Center. Attention all Magic players, please return any basic lands back to the front table for day two play. We need to make sure we don't run out of swamps again. Oh my gosh, Borok, this is GP Minneapolis for Zendikar. The original Zendikar. I mean, look, everybody is around everybody else. Oh, nobody's social distancing whatsoever. Well, I mean, people are social distancing because it's a magic tournament, but look at all the people! I know, they have no idea what's coming! Oh my gosh, Bora, can you hear that? It's faint, but it's in the distance! I remember that band! They used to be popular! And they sucked! Oh man, some things just don't change. Hey man, did you see the new Iron Man 2 trailer that came out like a few days ago? Yeah man, I love the first Iron Man film. I bet the second one's gonna be even better. Oh, Borak, did you hear those two talking about Iron Man 2 a second ago? Should we tell them? I don't know, I think we should tell them. Hey man, why are you walking around with a dude in a bear costume? Yeah man, that costume looks really fake. You really should talk to your bear costume person. <laughs> it's okay Borak, calm down. Okay, thanks guys, appreciate the advice. We'll uh... See you later! <laughs> you know what, Borok? Let them live with the disappointment of Iron Man 2. We really don't need to help them out. Yes, good point, Borok. We could spend all day dunking on 2009 and the early MCU films being so bad, but really, we should stay on task. If I sent myself back in time to talk to me, where would I find me at the end of day one GP Zendikar? <laughs> Yes, excellent. Good memory, Borok. That's exactly where I was, but... Wait a minute. How did you remember where I was and I didn't? I do not tell this story all the time. Oh, whatever. I'm just gonna go find me. I don't know. Do whatever you want to. It's a convention hall. There's tons of stuff going on. Well, those two seem to think that you were a dude in a bear costume, so just pretend you're a dude in a bear costume. I don't know. Just walk around casually. I swear, sometimes I gotta hold that bear's hand like a baby. Is there anybody that can potentially cover oh, me? there I am. I remember. I hid behind the curtain to make a call to Borders Bookstore to have someone try and cover the Sunday shift. I totally didn't plan for this GP. Gosh, I couldn't even imagine nowadays going to a GP without a clear plan. Transportation, hotel, but I mean... I wouldn't even go to a Grand Prix now if I could, you know, COVID. Okay, I understand. Oh, Corey in his twenties. Yes. Classic. All right, I'll I'll find somebody to cover me. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and do this thing. All right. Excellent. Here we go. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Oh my gosh, I really need to find someone to cover my shift at Porter's Bookstore. Excuse me. Hi. Um, it's me. I'm you. No. 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 This is real life. This kind of weird stuff only happens on things like Star Trek. No, 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 Corey. No, this never happened on Star Trek before. I mean, there's the Mirror Universe, which is a completely different person, and 
I mean, I guess there's that one time where Riker was transported and it created like a, a clone of him, but no, this never happened on Star Trek before. See, that's how I know you're not me. I've never watched a single episode of Star Trek before. I don't even know what a Riker is. Oh yeah, that's right. I didn't start watching Star Trek till after the 2009 movie. <laughs> oh, crazy. I get it now. You are a figment of my overworked imagination. Yeah, that's right, because oh I have all gosh. this adrenaline in me. Ugh, I don't think Scatterbrain 2009 Corey is going to be able to handle this. You know what? Let's just lean into it. Um, Corey? Corey? Hey, Corey. Whoa. You know what? You're right. I'm a figment of your imagination. Ooh. I'm the ghost of dealing with high-stakes emotional things. Yes! I knew my five figures a year university state-based college education would pay off. I bet I'd become like a scholar in the future. Yeah, sure, Corey. Whatever you say, whatever helps you sleep at night. But why are you here? Wait a minute. I just day two'd my first GP. You must be here to help me work out some of my emotions to get me ready for day two, aren't you? Okay, you got this, man. Just lean into what he's thinking. Uh, yes, Corey. I'm here to help give you perspective on the plane of Zendikar. Oh. Only by understanding how you feel about this set will you have a chance to go through and do well on day two. Oh, okay. Ooh. Ah. Oh. So you're saying that how I feel affects how I play? Yes, because I am you. Oh. You need to listen to you. Well, okay, I, I suppose Ooh. I can. Ah. Okay, fine. Manifestation of my inner self. How do I listen to you, me, us? By answering my questions about Zendikar. Oh, that's it? You're not going to, like, take me on a journey to see my past selves and all the mistakes no, I made? No, it doesn't work that way. Ooh. Ah, could you please stop ooing? It's getting really obnoxious. Yeah, sure. Great. I was really getting kind of tired of doing it anyway. Okay, great. Then why don't you just start asking questions? I've got a lot I have to do here to get ready for day two. Yeah, you, uh, you really do. Anyway, let's talk about Zendikar. You've been playing Limited for quite a while. I mean, ever since the original Ravnica block, you dug your hands really deep into this Limited format. How does Zendikar feel to you compared to all those past formats? Don't you think it's really quite unfairly slanted towards aggro more than anything else? I mean, yeah, sure. Zendikar is really aggressive. Played a Geopede, Step Links, and and you can't forget about Vampire Nighthawk either. Oh, I'll never forget about Vampire Nighthawk. Believe you me. I mean, we, we had, had to take, take basic lands out of our standard deck in order to play, play in day one of Zendikar. <laughs> oh my gosh, memories. It really will be. But even though the aggressive decks are the best ones in Zendikar. Isn't part of the fun for us finding a way to try and beat the best decks using a limited card pool? I mean, think about some of the really cool off-the-wall strategies that came out of trying to beat the best deck. I mean, sure, the sense of ingenuity and creativity is really nice, but the removal in Zendikar... It's so uninteractive. You only have a handful of things to deal with massive creatures like Vampire Nighthawk that loom over the format. But that's where the creativity comes into play. 
maybe putting more pressure on your opponent to overwhelm them, or finding weird life gain out of random places that might be able to go over the evasion of that card. Uh, ooh, how about when we put our Savage Silhouette on turn Timber Basilisk? Landfall, you force it to block and regenerate your Basilisk? So good. Oh man, I really forgot about that play. Wow, my inner manifestation is quite forgetful. We just did that last week. Yeah, last week, right. Hey, try that same two card combo with a fetch land. That's pretty cool. Excellent idea, inner me. I'm gonna have to try that out sometime. Yeah, you really should. It's gonna make you feel like a grade A king. See, things aren't all that bad with Zendikar. I mean, someday I want to make a deck with Grazing Gladeheart, land falling, gaining a bunch of land, and ooh, maybe a few Undo healers and just gain all the life. I mean, if you're going to gain life, you can't forget about narrow escaping your journey to nowhere with the trigger on the stack, gain a bunch of life, exile your opponent's creature permanently, value town. Ooh, ooh, and speaking of value, they may not be super aggressive, but the quest cycle. Those are a lot of fun. Oh man, I forgot about the quest. Those cards are so cool. Colony Heart Expedition? That art is stunning and the effect is so much fun. Double trigger landfall? That's some good perspective right there. Wow, you really are forgetful, inner me. Yeah, that may be true, but I really like the way you think about things, outer me. <laughs> <laughs> See, even with formats that people might think are not so great, there's still a ton of really cool, fun interactions that still beg you to try new things with. You just gotta keep at it and keep your nose up. You know what? You're absolutely right, Corey. I forget how optimistic I could be sometimes. Well, I'm glad I could help you out. So, tell me. Am I now more mentally sound to approach day two? You know something? Hmm. I think you're more than ready to take on day two of a GP. Yes. Just believe in yourself. Okay. You're going to do great. <laughs> oh, and you mentioned them before. Allies, mm -hmm. keep them in mind tomorrow for the drafts. You got it. Oh, no, but wait. I haven't found someone to take my shift at Borders Bookstore yet. I might not even have a chance to compete tomorrow if I can't find someone to take my shift. What am I going to do? You know something, Corey? I think I might just have the perfect replacement in mind for tomorrow. You just focus on you doing the best you can, and I'll take care of the rest. All right. Twelve hours later at the Borders Bookstore. Um, excuse me, Mr. Bookseller Man. Yeah, bookseller dude. We're looking for a copy of the Twilight book. You ever heard of it? Yeah! Yeah, yeah let's get out of here! Your bear costume still sucks! Oh! Where am I now? Wait a minute. Faint musty smell? Stunning mahogany bar top that loops around the side. Stools that are just slightly sticky and feels like they've been cleaned the smallest amount. I'm back home! It's the Unlucky Lounge! What a journey, but just like Dorothy says, there's no place like home. Oh, right! The bar! Uh, Mr. Turtle! Uh, where's future me? I is he still around? Oh, no. He actually left a little bit after you left. Went back in the closet. Bright, flashy lights and... Uh, turtle. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, I suppose that makes sense. He's got to continue on with his timeline. Oh, but speaking of the bar, Mr. Turtle, how's the bar been going? Oh, it's good. I'm having a wonderful time. Oh, that's great to hear. Well, how many drinks have you mixed, do you think? Oh, I'm still on my first one. Of course. Well, you keep at it, Mr. Turtle. I'm sure that one drink will be great. Mmm, Turtle. Well, as I suppose, Mr. Turtle keeps cracking away at that one drink. Take a second to reflect on my journey. You know, it was interesting, to say the least, to go back and travel through time and see my past selves. Whether it be angsty 2015 Cory, right on the heels of Battle for Zendikar, you know, as many woes as one might have for Zendikar Rising, the almost linear structure of the best decks that one can find in this newest draft environment, it still is quite a bit better than the last time that we visited the Zendikar plane, Oath of the Gatewatch and Battle for Zendikar. It's got smooth gameplay, the removal's great, and the picks are vast and deep. It's just a shift in dichotomy of how limited kind of holds to itself nowadays. You're gonna have a lot of good cards, but you really just have to find the decks that work best. And honestly, the party mechanic worked as a nice release valve. If you couldn't get strongly into wizards or humans or rogues or clerics, you could still find a way to maybe multitask and get a lot of different party things going on and get those payoffs. As the format has continued onward with Zendikar Rising, reports have been heard about party payoffs being in different color pairs than what we thought they were originally. But let's go even further back. Meeting 20's Cory back in 2009 was a trip. Did you ever have that moment, my unlucky lounge rats, where you look back at the past and realize just how optimistic you used to be? Well, I encourage you to take a second to find that optimism. What were those moments of your magic playing career, maybe even beyond magic, where optimism was the central currency of your life? Take it, find it, seize it. And even though the original Zendikar limited environment will always be known for those aggressive cheap creatures that get plus two plus two on landfall, well, there are still really wonderful workarounds. Ways to still generate what a healthy deck needed despite it having not so interactive removal. Take for example, Narrow Escape and Journey to Nowhere. Or maybe Turn Timber Basilisk and Savage Silhouette. Look those cards up. Those were just super fun two-card combos that you could find in the original Zendikar set. Even if you couldn't put together, say, the optimal white-red aggro build, or the just-as-spicy black-red strong removal alongside having Vampire Nighthawk, you could still find ways to create a functional deck. And truthfully, isn't that a large part of why we love Limited? Identifying what the best decks of each meta possibly are, either playing to getting them or finding ways to combat them. And reflecting on the three different times we've now visited the Zendikar set, I think the play of that meta environment where certain decks rise to the cream of the crop and finding ways to either play with it or play against it I think that's kind of an overall thesis for the Zendikar world. 
You're on an adventure, out in the wilds of Kalni, or maybe the crypts of Agadim, or maybe near the grand waterfalls close to the sea gate. We find ways to work with what comes to us, adapting to the situation in whatever adventures might come our way. And from me to the design team, the creative team, I'll always be grateful for the wonderfully unique world they shaped around the landfall mechanic. Well, friends, the journey through time is over, and now it's time for us all to have a little bit of self-care. I'm going to give myself a little cheers, but this does wrap up the end of this episode. A big thank you to all of you listening in and coming with myself and Borak on this bogus, excellent journey. We encourage all of you to find us on socials, on Twitter, Draft and Draft Corey, on Instagram, Corey Demone Enriquez, or if you're willing to give back to the Unlucky Lounge, patreon.com backslash draft and draft. Well, that brings us to the end of our time-traveling episode, and I have to say I'm grateful that our time travel didn't break the timeline at all. My name is Corey, joined alongside Borok. Now go out there and make some magic memories of your own, and that's the bottom line, because Borok said so. Wait a minute, Borok, you speak English now? Oh, hell yeah. Oh my gosh, our time travel must have changed the way that you speak. Uh, we gotta get you back to normal. Uh, what are we gonna do? Corey! Thank goodness you're here! We need your help! The timeline's all screwy, we need you to go back! Back to the past! You know what? No, no. I am done with time travel. You got me into this mess. You get out of it yourself, Dr. Emmett J. Corey. No, no, wait, no! No, I really can be a jerk sometimes. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.